Welcome back to the Dream Lab Series podcast, where we go behind the mindset of high achievers. I am your life and confidence coach, Audrey Diaz-Robles. And I'm your life and business coach, Sabrina Castillo. So Sabrina, we were just thinking about the fact that so many of our listeners are not only busy women, but women that like to achieve. Women that all of their lives have been like towards a certain trajectory, accomplishing certain things, hitting certain milestones, making sure that they're growing and progressing. And we love that kind of woman. We're that kind of woman. But what happens? Yeah. I like that you say that because I think that we're in an interesting space where, yes, of course, we don't want like the whole hustle girl boss mentality, but there is a part of us that is very ambitious And that's why we've been so good at the identity of like, of course, I am going to go for this promotion or start this business and make sure that I am succeeding and accomplishing the things that we want. So like there is a fine balance there, but I think what you really have to ask yourself and where you really want to check in with yourself is, okay, so I'm achieving all these things and how am I feeling through this process? Am I missing out on some of the most important parts of my life? Am I feeling like something's missing, like it's not enough, right? And am I taking time to reset in between whatever it is that you're working on? So a good example that I share with my clients, I'm like, we all want to climb the summit. And then you see the one, the next one on the horizon. And you're, you're not even willing to climb down the first one you just climbed, reset, make sure your equipment is set before you're ready to jump to the next one, right? And if you look at anybody who does, you know, physical activities like that, they're always going to tell you there's no way that you can climb from one place to the next place or go from one marathon to another marathon. So in life, we don't do that. Why? Well, I think that what happens is that, first of all, in life, there's really two types of goals. There is the end goal, which we want love, we want happiness, we want fulfillment. And then there's the means goals, which are the things that we do in order to get those other things, which is the job and like the everyday hustle. Right. And what happens is that as we're in the everyday hustle, those means goals overtake everything else and we forget why we're doing things. Right. We get so caught up in the moment and making sure that everything is going according to this plan that we stress ourselves out because it's kind of like you go on autopilot and the moment that you stop being intentional with your life and why you're doing things is the moment that you start to lose all fulfillment. Right. And I think you just said something very interesting. There's the end goal, right, of what we want And then there's the means goals. But I think sometimes people make those mean the means of goals, the end goal, right? Like I just need to get the promotion. I just need to do that. But in life, right, feeling purposeful, feeling fulfilled, feeling happy, feeling loved are all really important parts of what makes us a whole and happy person, right? And when we start to really make the other things more important than that, what happens is we start to look for all of these other things that we know we need, like purpose and fulfillment and love um, and community. 
outside of ourselves. And we start to look for them in those areas that we're working on these other goals. It's almost like they get so tangled and then we feel lost in that entanglement, right? Because what happens is like, if you're not careful, then it just builds up and builds up and builds up like the pressure of having to hold it all together until you can't anymore. You and I, we went to lunch with a friend yesterday and a topic that came up because you know we're all sitting there as high achieving Latinas with a lot on our plate. Topic that came up is like, especially after the pandemic, right? Like the stress on our bodies yeah. and just the world is like in this heightened state of tension. We've gotten to the point that it's like, I don't want all of that right. anymore. Yeah. I think but it's it have to get to that point either. Yeah. And here's something that I don't know if a lot of people realize, whether it's good or bad. So we're talking about pandemics or promotions or businesses or successes, right? Our body really needs to reflect. Our mind needs to rest. And we usually do it the other way. Like my body feels rested and, you know, I'm good, but your mind needs to rest and you need to be able to reflect on what's happening because a lot of the times you don't even realize what you pushed yourself through. So I was sharing with you that during the pandemic, I honestly just, I had tough moments. Don't get me wrong. And all that, but for the most part, I just powered through it. There was no time to think about like, am I going to make this Like, how am I going to do this? I had one intention, which was to make this as pleasant for myself and my family. And if the kids could look back and think like, wow, you know what? I kind of remember that, but not really. But it was fun being home with you. If that could be the outcome, that was what I was focused on. But now that it's been over, I realized that I'm like, wow, I didn't even process what I just put myself through. Um, not Again, like we didn't have a choice in this, but like I didn't process any of that. And I'm just now starting to see kind of the things I have to work through because it was a pandemic. I quit my job. I started a business. I'm really trying to grow something and I'm trying to build something and we bought a house and all of those things. Right. And I could easily just sit here and being like, okay, but I'm good because I did that. Right. I'm good because I'm strong because I, that shows that I'm strong. Yes. And that shows that I need rest. And I need time to settle my mind. They gaslight ourselves with the amount of work that we do and having to push through because we learned it from our parents, like the immigrant generation, that they didn't have the luxury of that rest because so much like their workload was literally harder than ours. Their work hours were longer than ours. And we still carry that mentality. Like if I don't stop, if I stop, I'm going to lose my momentum. If I stop, like what's going to happen to my money? And it's like this ingrained fear that we have. And I'm someone like, if you know me, you know how important my rest is, mm -hmm. my, my faith is. So I've been trying to rest in my faith and trusting in divine providence that God always provides and a thought that helps me always when I am struggling with the rest and feeling like I need to catch up. I always tell myself like, Audrey, has there ever been a moment in which you didn't have what you need in which God did not provide and allowing myself to breathe through that moment helps me get through to the next moment. Yeah. 
and we need that, right? We need to feel connected to ourselves in that way so that you can move forward. And, you know, what, what's really interesting here, though, is that I think when I've had this conversation with people, I either get two reactions. One, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I, I'm good with what I have, right? Um, and I don't need more because I'm grateful for what I have, right? So there's that. And then the other one is like, I like being ambitious. So like, I don't, like, I like what I'm doing. And what I'm saying is like, you get to like what you're doing and be ambitious and still take this time to reflect and rest and connect to yourself the way you just shared. Um, and it's okay for you to feel okay. And then kind of compartmentalize this part where you want more so that you don't lose yourself to wanting more, you know? Um, so like there's these different complex areas of ourselves that I don't think, it's not about this or that. It's about and and and. Yeah, and it's, are you being honest with yourself? Right. Are you being honest with yourself? Because I think a lot, a lot of times people aren't and they're staying in the busy work or they're saying that they're ambitious because they're trying to run away from something else, from the stillness. A lot of people run away from the stillness. Yes. And, you know, I feel just as ambitious as I did maybe 10 years ago, where I felt the only way to feel ambitious was to get promotions, promotions, promotions. Um, I feel just as ambitious, uh, if not more except now I know it won't run me down. It won't overwhelm me. And I feel very connected to the work that I'm doing. And so it's different. Complete change. Whereas I used to be very ambitious. Why? Because I felt that my self-worth was tied to how much I was achieving. Like I am only something. I am only admired. I am only valued as much as I'm a combo, like, look at me. And of course, like we've done enough work and enough conversations on this topic. That's, you know, childhood trauma with like, if your parents validated your good grades and you wanted to make them proud, that's where it came from. But it, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, it took getting kind of like to a breaking point where you can't handle it anymore to look at yourself and really ask yourself, what is important to me? What is the quality of life that I want to live? Who is this for? Yeah. And I think, um, so today on the radio, I heard something and it says like two people learn two ways, one through your own experiences. And then there's a group of people who learn through um, observation, right? Through others' experiences. And I was telling Carlos, I was like, that's me. Like if I see someone get in big trouble over something, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Right? Or if I see someone completely burnt out doing something, then I'm not doing that, right? Like I don't, there are specific things I don't need to experience from the outside. I can see clearly that I don't like that. The question here is now you know that you are avoiding something. Now you know that it's okay to question this idea of like, why, why am I doing all this, right? And if I stop and enjoy certain things, what am I making it mean about myself? And where do I even begin to ask these questions, right? Where do I even begin to really explore where am I at this stage in my life? Like, 
yes, I'm okay like with the hustle and I like being ambitious, but am I really avoiding something or am I disconnected from something? And you'll know if you're hearing this, you'll know, you'll, you'll feel the stories and the, the thoughts that come up of saying like, well, I could, I would like to do this more. Yeah. If you ever told yourself like, well, of course I would like to do that, but I don't have time for that because I'm doing this. Right. Those are those little signs that you got to look for, the little thoughts that are creeping in that are really telling you, can we explore something else? For me, it's resentment. I tell a lot of my clients, like, check for resentment in your life. Where do you feel resentment? Because that's, resentment is always an indicator of a place in which you wish you were doing something different. Right. And it bothers you because you're not. Um, and I think that you also know because, well, another part of this is that maybe you're scared to say that you're no longer ambitious because who am I if all of a sudden I change directions? If yeah. all of a sudden I let something go? Yeah. I think you just said something though, because it's so funny because I'm thinking here and I'm like, I'm more ambitious than I was. So I, it just depends on the definition, right? But I know one thing for sure, I want to grow something and we are growing something. We have a business that's thriving and I want a lot of money to do a lot of things that I want to do my yes. way. So <laughs> if that's ambitious, I'm ambitious. But if you're telling me that I have to like hustle and do certain things, I don't want any of that. Right. So, no. you know, I, I'm kind of giving you the two sides there because I actually think that I get to do what I want to do in the easiest way and in the most efficient way. And that it doesn't mean that I will have less in any capacity whether it's time, freedom, money, or family, right? Yeah. I, I think we just have to be really in control of our energy and what we're putting energy towards and like how much energy we're putting towards things. Because when it comes to like, let's say you are, you have your nine to five and you have your side job how much of your passion are you putting into your nine to five just in order to say that you're in a good employee, that you're a good worker or feeling like you also have to achieve that promotion at work, but then you don't have the same energy left in order to build your business at the end of the day. Right. Or even if you own your own business and you think that, well, I started this and this is what a hardworking person does. And you realize that you're not spending any time with anything or anyone outside of what you made a commitment to, because if you slow down, what will that mean about you? Right. What I, what I really loved is at our self-made mujer conference, we had Nashley Messina on and, you know, she works in corporate at it cosmetics and she had taken a break from corporate to start her own blog, which was really, really successful. Nashley was killing it. But then she realized like she wasn't happy. And I her for taking the risk of just changing and going back to corporate. Because that, that's kind of like in reverse of what most people do. They get burned out at corporate and then go do their own thing. But for you to have your own thing and it being successful, because sometimes we feel like, well, you know, then you change if it's failing. There's a degree to self-awareness there to say, like, even if this is going well, 
I don't like it. I'm not happy. It's not fulfilling me anymore. And for you to be brave enough to say, I am changing my mind. I don't have to be this person. A lot of people won't do that. Right. Because of fear of what people will think or what people will say. I I love Nashley because she said, she's like, she loves her job. And here's like the one thing I will say about when you work for a corporate company or just, you know, for someone else in a nine to five atmosphere, you don't have to burn that down to figure out what you want to do. Right. Same thing with your business. You don't have to burn it down. You actually get to explore what you like so that you can be in a space to change your mind, to make these decisions. I know when I left my job, I was ready to leave it probably a year and a half before I did, but all for the wrong reasons. And that would have frustrated me a lot to the point where I did leave. The decision was not only easy, but it was so smooth because I had worked through all of the things I needed to work through right? Through personal development, through reading, to really getting to know myself. I don't don't know if I've shared this here before, but like one of the reasons why it was so hard for me to communicate at my job and do the things I wanted to do is because I lacked courage, you know, and I had to really build that up. And once I did, I realized like, oh, actually, this is not the place for me. And I'm happy about that. But I, knowing the work that I did to get to a place helped me leave um, in a, in a way that was just, very easy, very in flow. I also created a lot of change there in that one year that I think I was meant to be there for that time. And it was because I was connecting back to myself. What are the things that bring me joy? What are the things? Here's what's scary when you start to do those things. The things that bring you joy might make you feel like, well, that's not realistic. Well, that can't really happen. And what I'm here to tell you is that it can, but you have to be willing to explore that. Number one is the intentionality. Like if there's anything that we want you to get away from this podcast is that you need to check in with yourself every day. Every morning for both Sabrina and I, it starts with quiet time, journaling prayer in which we are reflecting. We're looking at ourselves, checking in like, how am I feeling? What am I thinking? What are the thoughts that are coming up? Because unless you do that, you are going on autopilot. And that's why most people end up living lives that they're not happy with because they autopiloted through life. So being intentional about what you're feeling and where you want to go, that's important. And being able to then visualize where you want to go. Even if you're not there yet, take time to think about what are the feelings that I want to hone in. So I'm sure that helps you a lot. And then the other thing is, nothing is ever as bad as we make it out to be in our heads at first. Yeah, I've learned that the hard way. Um, I was just telling my coach today, and one of the things that I've had to get really comfortable with is being accepting and and feeling good about where I am, right? That it doesn't mean anything that I should be letting go of milestones in a way that maybe don't serve me all the time, right? Those are good for some things, and then at some times you have to recognize when they're hurting you. And I told her, I was like, you know what feels really good? I was like, just knowing that there is actually no such thing as failure. Like, we hear that a lot right? But to truly believe it and embody that feels freeing because now you can make any decision and it doesn't mean anything, especially that you're going to fail. So it's scary when you're doing these things, right? Um, When you're checking in with yourself, because then now you have to deal with those feelings, those emotions. And like you said, 
every morning, like this is what I do. I check in with myself um, and it avoids a lot of conflict. It avoids getting triggered a lot. And if, if I was triggered one day, at least I know that's going to come up in the morning when I'm journaling. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And I take the time to really process of the things that make me feel happy and joyful. And that's one of the things I think a lot of people sometimes really neglect. Like we think like, oh, I know what makes me happy. I love going out. I love eating out. I love doing all these things. And it's like, yes, that's what you've conditioned yourself to train yourself. But unless you're truly connecting with yourself every day, and yes, I mean every day, there are days I skip and those days I feel it, man. I'm like, oh, you really feel it. You're snapping at the kids that day and just making yeah, decisions you regret later. I'm more like, yeah, it's just not good. But when you do, right, when you do it, so every day you're like, oh, okay. It's almost like a reset button. And you're able to really think through a lot. And when you find it's like, oh, I actually enjoy this and I don't enjoy this and I want more of this and I want to hang out with more of that. I want more of this in my life. And that can also, I'll share, can be scary because the things that you want sometimes just feel like not attainable for you. But you can't put that plant, that seed if you don't start this process. Because you can live your life two ways. You can keep going and realizing like if you keep going, even though you feel the resistance in your body, you're just making decisions based on fear. Fear of what happens if you don't keep it up, fear of what people are going to say, fear of the next step. But if you're making decisions based on that inner voice, when you've taken the time to be intentional and check in with yourself, even if you're scared to take action, like the courage that you cultivate within yourself will also lead you to trust yourself and whatever the outcome is. Yeah. And I think that that's what's the scariest part for most people, the unknown. But when you take a leap and you have courage within yourself, and honestly, courage is just closing your eyes and moving forward because we never know what's on the other side of anything. But I can guarantee you it is better to take a move in courage than it is to keep in the same place out of fear. Because one will set you free, the other will keep you in a cage. And I've said before on this podcast that one way I don't want to live my life is with regret. You know, we, people always say that like the, your 40s and 50s and the older you get is always the best age because that's the age where you stop caring what people think and what people say and you just do you. If you were doing the work, it doesn't happen naturally. I will say that much. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, you have... You are curious and you are looking for something to guide you and something to really challenge you and, and you're open to that. I think being open is important. And I it's interesting because one time my client was said to me, um, well, you know, I feel like all I've gained here, um, we were just talking about like, what are some of the biggest things? And she said, um, Sometimes it feels like just awareness. I'm like, do you realize what that means? Mm -hmm. Just awareness. Like you being aware of your thoughts and your self is a huge advantage. And when we broke it down, she was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm aware of how I feel. I'm aware of what I want. I'm aware of what's around me. I'm aware. Being aware is 
the door to becoming like a very curious person who starts to seek for more in ways that really serves them. I know that this doesn't like it's not doesn't cor um, correlate exactly, but I have a client that she was telling me about how she had a really long day and she got home later than usual. And when she got home, her kids were still up. They weren't bathed. Like, and she was a little upset that her husband hadn't like put the bedtime routine into motion and she was just really upset. And I told her, I'm like, and what? Like at that moment, you have two choices to be upset that the things didn't happen or to just be present in the moment, embrace it and then start the process. Because this is kind of like what it goes down to. It's like, your choice in things when you're confusing the everyday because you're getting so wrapped up in things having to be another way that it takes away your stress. Yeah. So you could approach that like, oh, it's more opportunity for me to spend time with my kids, which is the end goal. Right. Right. Your peace being with your kids is the end goal. And if you're upset, I'm going to beg here to, to say that it probably has more to do that you weren't seen that you're working later that you weren't supported, right? And those are just two different things, right? You can have the conversation with your spouse about what it means and feels and what your needs are to be supported and seen when these things are happening. But when we automatically think that certain things are gonna happen and they don't, we take it a certain way, right? So there, the easiest thing to do is to separate it. My choice is be upset or be present. I choose to be present. And then when you when you when you do have this routine of checking in the morning, that's where that will come up. It's like, oh, that's interesting that I got upset. Why did I get upset? Well, I wish you would have done X, Y, and Z. Why do I wish that? Then I would feel supported. Oh, how can I where can I find more support? And then you're really getting to the root of things. That's what this does. And that's what really becoming aware of your thoughts does for you. Um, so at the self-made muhead, that's why that virtual conference was so important to us because we talked about inner and outer work and how it's all really one part of us. Yeah. It's like so many things in our lives, unless we're really looking at ourselves and why we're feeling the way we feel, we're going to get triggered by everything. And the older we get, you deserve to live a life that actually feels good. That you're not doing things because other people tell you or it's expected of you but it's become who you are, where you kind of like flow and ease through life. Not that it's that simple, not that it's ever that simple, but it becomes more of that. And that's, it's not simple. It's ongoing. I think you and I have been on our own personal growth journeys for years at this point, right? So a client of mine asked me, she's like, well, how do I know when I've gotten there? I was like, you don't like how amazing is that we just get to keep growing. You become more aware. You're surrounded by new people. You're surrounded by new thoughts. You're all of these things. And then obstacles happens and life happens. Right. You know? So it's an ever going process. Um, so before we wrap though, I do want to share with people what's coming up for the dream lab, something we made an announcement at the conference and we're committed to these conversations becoming part of how you really get to attain that life. And we want to share not only 
our journeys and our process and what it means for us to have a personal growth journey, but also help you through that. So do you want to tell them about the community and how we are going to be able to create a space for women? We are so privileged to work with so many women one-on-one or women that we've met at the conferences. And there's this thirst for more. There's this thirst for connection. There's this thirst for more knowledge and just guidance along the way of like-minded women that look like us, that speak like us, that have similar life experiences. And this is what we're providing. So we're providing this exclusive space for you and other women just like you that are growing through life, that are hungry for this connection and hungry for the support it takes to grow in your business, in your life, in your relationships, in your finances. And it's ongoing because like Sabrina just said a little while ago, life keeps changing. How long does it take to do the work? As long as you're alive, because we're always evolving. And this community, you will evolve together. So in this, you join and Sabrina and I will offer two live monthly coaching courses. And you have the support of all the women around you. You know, sometimes we we talk about wanting community. We are looking for women who believe in the power of growth, who believe in wanting more, who really believe in expanding themselves into like the most amazing ways of living, right? And that they know that there's a better way for them to do things. Because together, that like-minded community, and if you've been to an event, that's the kind of women who show up, you know that that energy is what keeps you going. And to feel seen and feel supported is a big part of how we want to do this community. So yes, you're going to get coaching from Andre and I um, and some of the guest speakers that we're going to have on because you know like our mission is always to bring our network along to you, give you the most resources, give you everything that we can as we learn through things. And so that's a big part of it. But the commitment that you have to this community is what you're going to get back. You know, so if you show up and the other thing I, I just told my coach, cause I was telling her about this and I was like, and I'm so excited for the first round of women who join is it's never going to be that small again. Right. You know, we're going to start with like a handful of women. Those women are going to get intimate conversations with us. The coaching is going to be so personal because Our goal for the first round is anywhere between like five to 10 women, but we're on a mission to grow the largest Latina personal growth community ever, right? So the goals increment. And so I was telling her, I was like, I'm so excited for the first group of women who join. It is never going to be that small again. And the level of community and support one of that small group is so invaluable. Um, and I know that we're going to keep that going as it grows. We have a lot of plans on how we do that, but it's still exciting to be part of something that's just getting started. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we coach bi-weekly with our clients, but what happens on the day to day? Yeah. And to be able to have that, that little thought in the morning, right. That can change everything or to just share something with another woman who gets you and helps you get through your day. That's invaluable. Yeah. So go to the Dream Labs Instagram. Um, It's the.dreamlab. You can sign up there. Also, and the women who join before July are going to get their free course of Find Your Purpose with Confidence, which is a 14-day course that Audrey created. 
I've taken it. I actually took it before I joined the Dream Lab, before we even started the Dream Lab. It's amazing. Um, and you get to be able to have daily support through that. And we're going to be having daily tech support. We understand that life happens. And for you to stay connected to a community, we're going to have to create this in a way where you really feel connected, not only to Audrey and myself, but to all the women in there. Because the goal is really for you to lead a beautiful life, not just to crush it at work, not just to appear more successful, but what are the thoughts that you need to cultivate every single day in order to feel good? Yeah. And in order to genuinely be able to love the people around you and not feel triggered every day. That is that kind of freedom is priceless. And it does come mm -hmm. when you really start to build this kind of mindset and routine into your life and changing the way that you think. Look, you could you could stay exactly where you are, but what I would ask you is if a year from now you're in the same place thinking the same things, what does that mean to you and your family? And are you really reaching for the things that you want? And I'm here to tell you that no matter what your dream has been, if it's been 10 years, five years, two years since you've last thought of that, it is never too late in the way that it can manifest for you. But having the right intentional thoughts is what's going to create the results that you want. And that's what we want to provide for you through this community. So make sure you join us. Our first kickoff call will be in July. So this is the first that you're hearing about it here on the podcast. We're excited for you to join us and we can't wait to see you inside. Yeah, join our tribe. <laughs> All right, have a happy Friday and thank you for joining. Bye.